Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. In the transition to the so-called green economy, indigenous peoples are facing a new wave of extractivism for transition minerals such as copper, nickel, cobalt, and lithium, which are key in battery development. These projects are promoted as green because they aim to supply minerals used in renewable energy and electric vehicles. However, these mining projects risk replicating the same harms of the fossil fuel economy, threatening indigenous people's rights and territories and destroying biodiverse ecosystems. Indigenous rights must be prioritized and be guaranteed through respecting free, prior and informed consent. Indigenous delegates at COP27 are here in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt in November 2022, pushing for a just transition. Cultural Survival also attended COP27 and we spoke to indigenous delegates at the conference. Yeah, miigwech for this opportunity. I think I'll structure my update in kind of three components. The first component is just with respect to the presence of indigenous peoples within this space. We are pleased to say that indigenous peoples have one of the largest delegations I think we've ever had. At the start of uh, week one, we probably had around 250 representatives, which signals this kind of growing presence of indigenous peoples. And part of that has been manifested through the, you know, 35 odd, uh, 35 odd events at the Indigenous Peoples Pavilion, as well as uh, indigenous-led events across the UNFCCC and across the Blue Zone. The other main component, I guess the second bulk of uh, updates that I wanted to share is just raising the profile of the annual Knowledge Holders Gathering and the annual Indigenous Youth Roundtable, two events that you know, I think are important steps forward with respect to Indigenous participation. We hosted 35 Knowledge Holders from seven UN sociocultural regions. We held a closed session and then a, a, an open session with parties and constituted bodies. We did a very similar approach with Indigenous youth from all seven regions and were able to communicate those recommendations to states and constituted bodies, which is important for how we continue to create space within a, a process that's not ours. On the negotiations, there is a lot of different updates to share and I'll try to do this succinctly. Uh, I'll update first on, on the cover text. The cover text is the discussion that relates to the overarching political political discussion that is um, you know being negotiated by states last year it was called the glasgow climate pact this is an agreement that actually referenced indigenous peoples eight times it's just beginning the non negotiations are just beginning with the egyptian presidency and so you know our interests are threefold uphold the commitments to the rights-based safeguards within the existing Glasgow Climate Pact, including the preambular text of the Paris Agreement, make sure that there are Indigenous perspectives weaved throughout, including in loss and damage, and we have communicated specific recommendations on what uh, can be incorporated in loss and damage, how we can minimize but also advert the uh, damaging impacts of loss and damage, including non-economic losses. And finally, just making sure that, that there is space for uh, ensuring that any other proposals within that text don't abrogate or uh, violate the rights of Indigenous peoples. 
on Article 6. Article 6 being the carbon market and non-market mechanisms. There are three components of that, 6.2, 6.4, and 6.8. All of those negotiations are continuing. All of them have been quite challenging, including with respect to a recommendation from the supervisory body for 6.4. It does look like there is general support from parties to push that decision and that recommendation on removals and the potential harmful effects of removals back to this uh, supervisory body where we hope that Indigenous perspectives will be more meaningfully incorporated. In 6.8 they're discussing currently uh, a work plan and the role of the independent grievance mechanism, another important uh, opportunity for Indigenous peoples to uh, ensure that carbon markets don't violate Indigenous rights. On the global stock take. We participated in the three roundtables, contributing our perspectives on mitigation, adaptation, and loss and damage, and we'll continue to, to participate in that process, including as it relates to the discussions currently on the creation of a loss and damage finance facility. Uh, loss and damage is an equally important item being discussed. You have likely heard of the uh, in-depth conversations on why we need to advert the catastrophic impacts of loss and damage and how that manifests currently is in the discussion and negotiation on the Warsaw International Mechanism as well as the Santiago Network, uh, both of which Indigenous peoples have been clear in their commitment to a rights-based approach as well as to their participation on the supervisory body of the Santiago Network, similar to our participation on the advisory body of the CTCN, uh, Climate Technology uh, network that Indigenous peoples participate in. On adaptation, uh, we're discussing currently the uh, global goal on adaptation and the implementation of that global goal as it relates to four uh, thematic areas, making sure that Indigenous rights, Indigenous knowledge systems, and participation of Indigenous peoples are important priorities contained within that discussion. That looks like it'll be a bit of a controversial conversation, but it will likely land this week. Um, the uh, final update that I have, amongst many others, relates to the ongoing work of the mitigation work plan. How do we make sure that in the discussion on mitigation and the implementation of, of opportunities and efforts to reduce greenhouse gases, we ensure that we start that point from a rights-based approach and ensure that uh, Indigenous peoples aren't unduly harmed by the uh, practices of mitigation. And so that is another conversation that's occurring right now. How do we make sure that that also doesn't uh, overtake the discussions on the adaptation nor on the global stock dig? So really important uh, conversations occurring. We're looking to coordinate uh, from all seven regions and make sure that we continue to uphold our rights make sure that there's uh, ethical and equitable inclusion and consideration of Indigenous knowledge systems and ensure the full and effective participation of Indigenous peoples as rights holders with rights affirmed within the UN Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. And we'll see how that goes through the course of, of week two. Jimmy Witch. For more on the rights of Indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.